listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... John Stewart, Esquire, <laughs> from The Daily Show, <laughs> not The Green Lantern. <laughs> Protector of Sector 2640. <laughs> <laughs> so it was 2614, wasn't 14. it? I don't remember. Ah, fuck. It's been so long since 40? I read a Green Lantern comic. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> And we are talking today, as you can probably tell, about the Green Lantern. Uh, and I want to, this is coming up because the most some recent nerd news came out. We just got a trailer for the next of DC's animated movies that they're producing as part of their, God, what's the term? The Tomorrowverse is their current one. They yeah. killed the, they kind of killed the DC animated universe that they were doing of Boo. films. Well, it's the DC animated yeah. movie universe, yeah. which is different from the DC animated universe. Yeah. Uh, the Tim verse, but they killed that, and then they did a movie set afterwards with Constantine caught in like an in between dimension, which is just Weird. just let it die. Yes. You rebooted yeah. it. You don't need to keep the character around. Um, so the Tomorrow verse is the one we have, and it's Green Lantern Beware My Power, which I was excited for because it looks Green cool. Lanterns. Yeah, but I know you were excited for it because this Hawk Girl in it. Hawk Girl is in it. We don't get a lot of good Hawk Girls. We don't. She looks or pretty. Ki- she looks pretty, as they say in the comics world. Savage. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Liefeld, Rob Liefeld said that one, and we don't. Savage Hawkman, yo. <laughs> the four other Hawkman fans decided that never existed. <laughs> Rob Liefeld got a bone to pick with you. <laughs> I, I mean, we know he didn't make the movie because I could swear at one point I saw her feet. Oh, sweet. <laughs> So, but no, I mean, we don't have a lot to go on with this. It looks like a Green Lantern adventure yeah. where Green Arrow and Hawkgirl hang out as well, which I'm like, I'm kind of okay with Green Lantern or Green Arrow making a friendship with one of the Green Lanterns. Yeah. Well, that's a callback to the old school is. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm okay with this. Uh, the Tomorrowverse has only just really started getting going. There was a uh, Superman, Man of Tomorrow, the Justice League, uh, World War II, which was really a Flash movie. So we, and then we had the Batman, the long Halloween. Uh, so we have we've had a few of them. None of them have like super impressed. Man, tomorrow was okay. Yeah, World War Two was okay. Long Halloween was overly long. Which so yeah. was the comic. Yeah, uh, comic was still better. Yeah, it was pacing leaps yeah. and bounds better. Yeah, um, but no, the Green Lantern one could be interesting, especially if it's just a one parter. Yeah. DC does better with their one part animation movies. Um, but there's not a lot to go on. But here's hoping. At least it's yeah. a Green Lantern movie. We get so few of those. I know. God. Since they accidentally destroyed their own IP. I know. Well, they did with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a little bit when we do our little watch party for that. But Green Lantern has a lot of potential. I mean, there's not very many superheroes in the DC Universe mm-hmm. that are strong enough to take on Superman. No. Yeah. No. Magic was a magic in uh, No Sun. Yeah. Or in uh, Kryptonite, obviously. Yeah, and I mean that they've allowed over time that the Green Lantern ring can produce a Kryptonite-like light, mm-hmm. so he can weaken Superman. I mean, it, it basically there's three heroes in the DC universe that are really as powerful as Superman. It's Superman, Wonder Woman, and Green Lantern. Yeah, I'd agree with that. About that many. Yeah. I mean, Batman is always listed up there because he has a, a plan to take out every single superhero. Which he did. Which he but did. But he's still lost in the end. Yeah, but he's also just a dude with a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, the joke is his superpower is he's rich. Yeah. So, but Green Lantern is powerful. And it's just unfortunate that maybe part of it's b- brand dilution because mm. there's one Superman. And yes. I mean, they did now Son of uh, son of Superman, uh, Con Elmer. 
whatever his name is. Um, but there's and there's one Wonder Woman, and when she dies, a new Wonder Woman comes up. But you never really have tons of them. But due to the story of the sci-fi Green Lantern, there's fifty four hundred of those yeah. fuckers running around. Not to mention all the weird ones they come up with, like to fill weird gaps, like the the Oa sentries and everything <laughs> other bullshit that happens. And then, because of the color war, the the fucking Skittle lanterns came up, yeah. and now there's fifty four hundred of every single one of these motherfuckers except from every for, color. What's the except one for orange? Orange, yeah, yeah, except for orange, Larflees, which is such a weird name. But yeah, there's fifty four hundred of each of these assholes now. So, and I, don't get me wrong, I like it. Mm-hmm. I love the Blue Lanterns. I think they're fucking great. Um, but it is brand dilution. Like, yeah. Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart and fucking redheaded asshole. Guy like, Gardner. Guy Gardner. Like, the further you get down... Kyle Rayner. Yeah, the more you realize, mm-hmm. oh my god, there's way too many of these guys on Earth alone. Just way too many of them. Yeah, and then you have Alan Scott, who's just kind of there. He's just, yeah, he, I'm from a different continuity, but you guys can't get rid of me now. It's a different, <laughs> it's a different type of Green Lantern. I, I get to do what I want. So yeah, and I love them. I love them all. I read all of the uh, Jeff Johns era, yeah, and that was brilliant. Was ten out of ten. Yeah, hands down. Fucking twenty books of that shit. If you have like all the mm. trades on your shelf, and they're gorgeous, and I wouldn't trade for the world. And even the uh, Green Lantern core that he didn't write, but he was at least overseeing, that was tied good in too. really nicely. Yeah. yeah. And then at a certain point, he left, and who the gives Green a Lantern sh- was just like. And here's the toilet. Yeah, they just stopped caring. Like, the next writers they brought in just didn't give a shit. I want to add that the same thing happened to Hawkman. <laughs> Ex- literally, exact same thing. <laughs> it's it's just, it's it's sad to a certain extent. But it's also, I kind of feel like they should have just ended Green Lantern when he left. Because he wrote the perfect ending. Yeah, but yeah. they wanted that money. Because yeah, they- I think he left right after the movie came out, or right I don't know. He he it was close. I feel he did Blackest Night, mm-hmm. which was basically what he was building to. Yeah, and then they did the little Brightest Day continuation. Did um, he do Brightest Day? He was involved in the planning of it because it was still running concurrently to his book. Yeah, and then at a certain point, like just twenty volumes in, he's like, "I'm done," and he just left the book. And they continued it, but they did some really dumb shit with it. Yeah, just like suddenly there's only so much willpower in the universe, like. Really? Oh, so willpower is magic now? Yeah, really? And it, it'll run out if you keep using your rings? Like, why? I think that was the book I literally stopped at when they were trying to explain that. And I was like, okay, we're done. Well, I stopped when they had St. Walker give up his ring uh, oh, and stop being a blue lantern I for a while because he lost that. his hope. And I'm like, but he's my favorite character. <laughs> he's Saint. He would never lose his hope. That's his power. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. No, they didn't have. A and this clue. was happening because when Jeff Johns left, that was when DC did their huge retcon over and over, over and over again. But, They've done three since he left, I think. Well, but they they were like, uh, Green Lantern isn't going to be retcon; it's going to be in the same universe. It's like, but why? None of this makes sense, DC. That was my nerd rage. I'm done. I think it was probably because he was still writing it at the time and yeah. he didn't want his shit lost. No. So then they, I think they did try and retcon it in later when he stopped writing it, which is why his ending works. Yeah. But it also means that if you're doing that, so there's, I can't remember what the website was. It's not Angry Robot. It's some some blog that was a robot bo- uh, name to it 
that one guy, nerdy guy, was writing forever. And then he sold the the blog to a corporate and they ruined it and I stopped reading. Uh, but he at one point mentioned, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, the 66% rule. Mm-hmm. Where if you get into collecting something nerdy, you have to collect everything if you get past owning 66% of it. Yeah. So like you own certain a certain just usually something that's on your shelf you own certain copies of ticket to ride you have all but like one of them and there's like 20 of editions out there you're honor bound to buy that one because you own the other 20 yeah. that's why i don't really read dc at all anymore but i yeah. still buy hawkman action figures and statues because you're committed to that except for one because i don't want to spend 1500 dollars on a statue yeah i get you i understand that but it's that thing that the other part of the rule is once you reach a natural stopping point for something, and he used um, uh, Batman books written by a certain author during a certain yeah. era. When they leave, if you want to stop collecting, you've collected all of this era. You're done. Yeah. And that's why when Green, I tried bu- picking up one more trade after Jeff Johns left, and they changed we- art style to some weird anime thing, and they did some really dumb shit with the storyline, and I'm like, because they were trying to retcon it at that point. Yeah. And I'm like, I suddenly don't care anymore. I got my fifty, my I, I did my hundred mm-hmm. percent because of the sixty six percent rule. I don't have to buy anymore. I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I got out and started doing other shit. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just really sad to me that DC slash Warner Brothers have squandered everything in that like to the point where it's not even enjoyable anymore. Like even the old stuff. Like I tried. Like I love. Jeff Johns's Green Lantern and yeah. Hawkman, and I try to read Green Lantern Rebirth again, and I just got mad. Like it's not even enjoyable to read anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like watching Game of Thrones episode one again. <laughs> I was just like, Oof. oh my god, yeah, because Game of Thrones, like any of those that build to something and then fall apart at the end, which it didn't fall apart there, but it fell apart afterwards from his yeah. run. Yeah, it's like the longer you build something up to build to something, yeah. if the payoff isn't there, it just ruins it all. Yeah. Yeah. So, DC does that, that yeah. with their constant co- continuity reboots and everything else. Green Lantern's a great character. I will still watch the movies they put out. No, I will yeah, still do too. all that. But I don't think I can buy books anymore. I don't think I can buy comics really much anymore. No, I have. I went digital. I have the Marvel Unlimited app that Just I you pay can reach for. It. So yeah. I, and when I want to read a Spider-Man book, guess what? Spider-Man's always going to be Spider-Man in Marvel. Doctor Strange always is Doctor Strange. I tried the DC one and I can't remember what I picked, but I was like, this is awful. So, yeah, I mean, that's part of the problem of the fact that DC is like every five years they reboot their continuity yeah. or do some side continuity. Like they're doing that, what, that five years? They did five years later at one point and now they're doing another one where five years in the future the Justice League dies. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but now I have to keep two continuities in my head, one of which probably isn't going to exist when you finally get to it. What's the fucking point? And then, of course, you're just going to reboot it in five years. So who cares? Yeah. It's like, why can't we just do stuff in normal times? Like, yeah. Like, why do we have to... Why do we have to keep going five, ten, twenty years in the future? Like, Well, and, I mean, it's the problem that like Marvel manages to elide by just uh, only having their characters set in modern times. And even if like their old comics feature tech that doesn't exist anymore, they just ignore that. They keep yeah. the the story beats, but not the like the technology and political beats. Yeah. So it's everything like the Simpsons ex- or comic time. Yeah. yeah, they exist in comic time. 
But DC doesn't do that. They're like, oh, our characters are going to get old soon. We need to reboot and retell these stories in a different way. Which, I mean, it all came about because of Crisis, and Crisis was a huge seller. And now they're like, well, we can do this every five years, and people will buy it. Let's go do a zero hour next. But it does dilute things, and like when you all you'd want to do is just read a character, and you're like, I remember Rebirth, and this was great. Let's see what that character's doing now. Character's unrecognizable. Yeah. Character might not even exist anymore. I don't even know if Hal Jordan is still in the books. I couldn't tell you. I mean, the Green Lantern they killed was Jon Stewart, which makes you go, okay, if he's the one that's going to die five years from now and get replaced by weird other Green Lanterns I don't even know, um, where's Hal Jordan? Where's yeah. Kyle Rayner? Like, I like Jon Stewart, but where's the other motherfuckers, you know? Didn't Kyle Rayner go off planet and become Ion and then came back? And but that then... was in the old continuity before they oh, did their most recent right. rebirth of the whole DC universe. Yeah. Who knows? Because they did that thing a few years back where they said, okay, everything that's happened in the superhero universe has happened in the last five years. Batman has had three fucking Robins in the last five years. Which you're sitting there going, dude, keep a hold of your Robins better. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, I can't keep up. And that's why I saw because I used to be super serious about it, especially when I worked at the comic book store. But now, if I have time to read, yeah, I want to, I don't want to say easily digestible, but yeah, it's making me read real books <laughs> over comic books. My, <laughs> but my pictures. <laughs> I need my picture book. <laughs> it's just, I guess it's, uh, anyway. So, and, and I think that's also, sorry, that's yeah, side topic. I also think that's why manga is currently destroying the American comic book industry now. Because you have self-contained stories where, like, some of them will last forever. Like, One Piece, I think, will last forever. But, like, you can pick up One Piece book and be like, okay, cool. But, yeah, DC's really shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... I get you want to use these stories, but when Hal Jordan has been around for 20 years, and then you're like, well, we need to do something to shake things up, maybe just let him retire. Maybe yeah. we should have had real time in superhero stories. I think that would have saved a lot of the issues that both Marvel and DC are facing with, specifically from the alt-right with like woke politics. It's like, we don't need a new Iron Man being a Muslim. Like... Okay with it. I, I don't care. Yeah. I I'm fine with no, it. No, that was you saying that, Josh. I, <laughs> I put my hick voice on. <laughs> but if it just progressed naturally over time, like yeah, Tony Stark was like the first Iron Man. Yeah. But now we're on Iron Man six, who just happens to be a Hindi woman or whoever, you know, like Yeah. Fixed it, fixed it for have you. Have two of his kids take the armor in different directions and do other shit with it. it yeah. You can get potential stories out of it just by letting characters age and die. Yeah, and it'd be fun for me anyway, like uh, Superman who's practically immortal. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like oh, uh, I'm Clark Kent's great-great-grandson. Being the same guy. <laughs> uh, my name's Brock Kent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wanders up to Batman and he's like, you're like the eighth of them. <laughs> They're still doing you? They're, they're, you guys didn't, like, do a different animal? Like, how about, like, just hear me out. Owl man. <laughs> <laughs> Caw! Caw! But I think that would have been uh, way I'm, better. I'm Batman's great-great-grandson, the Iguanodon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is quickly devolving into the tick. <laughs> <laughs> 
baby boomerang a ting. <laughs> hands down my favorite tick character's name. That one is so yeah. good. Anyway, so Green Lantern. I was trying to bring it back to it, and then we wandered I'm sorry. off. No, you're fine. ADHD. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. I know you watched it a while ago. Yeah. We, we suggested this watch party, not because either of us wanted to watch it recently, but because we at least both watched it, and it seemed relevant to the topic. Yeah. And I did watch it in the last couple years. Yeah, uh, I think I watched it about two or three years ago. COVID let all of us catch up on movies <clears throat> yep. that we hadn't seen in a while, even the bad yep. ones. Yep. Um, and wow, that movie is a stinker. And it did not age well. And I was so excited for that movie because I was like, yes, Ryan Reynolds looks exactly like what I imagine Hal Jordan would look like in the real world. He's a little too funny for me, I think, because Hal Jordan's always been serious. But that movie... Well, and that's the thing that I had a problem with is, I think you're probably going to say this similarly, Ryan Reynolds was a bad cast for that movie. Yes. Yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds knows that too. Oh, yeah, he does. He hates that movie with a passion. He would have been a good Guy Gardner. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he's got the right sarcastic tone for it, and it would work out well. And he could just fourth wall break and comment like Guy Gardner kind of does. Maybe not to the extent that Ryan Reynolds wants to do, but could have. But you could tell, even in the movie, Ryan Reynolds was sitting there going, what the fuck am I doing? I'm a bad fit for this. And he's just not invested in it. Mm -mm. Yes, he met his, his current wife on the set of that. Good for them. In all other respects, though, nothing of value was gained from that movie. No, like the suits were awful, the acting was choppy, the Mm -hmm. editing was bad, the special effects were bad. They tried to cram three movies worth of story into one film. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I might have liked it more if they expanded on it a little bit. Yeah, like there's parts of it. Different person in the lead actor role. Um, I I don't know who else they could have... At the time, everyone wanted uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, that would have been a good he one. He was the right age for yeah. it. He would have been perfect as a Hal Jordan guy. Yeah, because if memory serves, wasn't Hal Jordan always in his early 30s? 30s to 40s. He, yeah. Nathan Fillion would have looked good for the part. I mean, DC realized that they should have cast him when everyone was saying that because they've used him as the voice actor for Green Lantern repeatedly. Yep. Every time Hal Jordan shows up, he's voiced by Nathan Fillion now. Great voice. I didn't, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. He's perfect for it. Yeah. He would have been great. And like, and he could be a little humorous, like Hal Jordan sometimes is, but he can play the serious that's needed. Yeah, well, Hal Jordan's always been a cocky pilot, and Ryan Reynolds doesn't play cocky. He plays no. swarmy he, and... Yeah, he's, he's different. Cocky is like Tom Cruise in yeah. Top Gun. Yeah. You can't envision Ryan Reynolds making it through the Air Force long enough to be a Top Gun. No. But <laughs> Nathan Fillion has that... Like cockiness to him. Yeah, though. he does. He he. You can actually see him because he played a great captain on Firefly. Mm-hmm. You could see him being military, even yeah. though he has his own thoughts on how to do things. Yeah, yeah. Even the hammer in uh, Doctor Horrible. Like, yeah, yeah. So even though that did not age well, by the way, I haven't gone back to watch it because it's uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah, yeah. But that's the issue I have. Is like it's a good. Like I, I like that they tried to encompass as much as they did. They tried to introduce Oa, the yeah. the the Green Lantern planet. They tried to introduce all the characters. They tried to introduce the concepts of how willpower works. They did a lot. I feel like all that bullshit that was there though should have come in like a second movie. Like he should have just learned to use his ring on his own on the planet. Yeah. And then after he was done on like doing something on Earth, he gains the attention of the Green Lantern Corps, and they're like, "Hey, you know what? You did a good job. Now you actually can start your training." Yeah, yeah. Sink or swim, dude, and you didn't sink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was kind of how it went in the 
comics yeah. when they did that. Well, because they, they introduced all the sci-fi bullshit over time. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So. It's just a bad movie. I, I wanted to like it. I Green Lantern. To. Green yeah. Lantern. That's why uh, like people keep saying, it's like, how do you feel about the Black Adam movie coming out? Your boy's in it. Hawkman is my boy, if you guys didn't know. And I'm like, reserving judgment. Not trying to get excited, even though it looks awesome. I mean, it's related to the Shazam movie. And the Shazam movie was watchable. Yeah, I liked it watchable. enough. It was a solid B, I think. It was a B. B, yeah. B minus. Yeah, it was good. I mean, as far as the DC Universe is concerned. It's an A plus in the DC yeah, Universe. But. Uh, it was the only one where I didn't have, like, uh, an issue where I was just like, this is making this unwatchable. Yeah. So, like the Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Which was supposed to kick off a DC universe and failed. <sighs> Rushing into things, they always do that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else? I don't know. Yeah. Well, one day maybe <laughs> we'll get a Blue Lantern movie. Woo! I mean, they could have if they just Warner Brothers didn't want to just immediately compete with Marvel. I mean, if we're going to just jump into a movie, let's just jump into Blue Lanterns and not introduce any Green Lantern shit yeah, at all. Just, just Blue Ring shows up and then suddenly Saint Walker. <laughs> yeah. Do it do it Kung Fu style. You set it entirely <laughs> on Saint Walker's planet. Everyone's an alien. He gets the Blue Ring of Hope randomly and he just starts wandering the countryside, helping people and instilling hope. Yeah. Like a Kung Fu type. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That, you said, that, yeah. DC could do it as an animated movie, and I'd watch the shit out of it. Yeah. Let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, DC's always been better with the animated stuff. They have. Their animated stuff. Until, their up until shows, recently. Yeah. yeah. Let's just let's just have that. Let's let's make that our next Lantern movie. After they do Green Lantern, then you just do Blue Lantern, and you just have them wander the countryside. Yeah. I'm yeah. cool with that. Mm. And maybe you can get a, a Dexter 10-minute <laughs> short thing every once in a while. <laughs> But but not like him actually going out and getting vengeance. It's just Dexter hanging around the house attacking cat toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and he just keeps seeing like little bits and pieces of it. And then it's just like a vengeance quest at the very end. You're like, what the hell am I watching? It's just like at the end of every St. Walker episode, it's like a two-minute... Deck stars short, and it's just like, what is going on? <laughs> and then you realize the house he's been prancing around the whole time doesn't actually have a cat. Yeah, and he's just been waiting for someone to show up and then kills them. Yeah, ah, oh, it'd be great. Yeah, because he was my like fav- one of my favorite backstories. Uh huh. Deck stars is really good from the yeah. the, the filler books. Yeah, yeah. Le- Legends of the Skittle Lanterns or whatever it was. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. I think, I think it actually it was Tales of the Red Lantern Corps. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like, oh, this is really depressing. <laughs> yeah, they're all really depressing. Yeah. Gave all those characters depth, but damn depressing. Yeah. All right, this has been Not So Life from Asteroid G. If I was a Blue Lantern, I would protect Sector 1075. <laughs> if I was an Indigo Lantern, I'd pr- protect Sector 8714. <laughs> you, you did. <laughs> you did. I don't know. I don't know numbers. <laughs> Thank five. You, Josh. I want to be Sector Five. Sector Five. Oh 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 five. Sector sixty nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we will see you next time.